It is Thursday. That means Scott Reed is here. Overhyped. Great jobs and opportunity. In this election, here's what I want to do. Or underplayed. Mr. Reed, great to have you with us as always. How are you? Just great, sir. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Um, uh, Pierre's, Pierre Polyev's had a good couple of weeks. And I know you talked about this previously. This is a, uh, is the bounce post leadership uh, there again? Because initially it didn't appear it was going to be there. Do you think it's more than just the him taking over the party? Is there something going on here that we've got a bunch of polls that show him up on the liberals? Yeah, I, I think there is something more. Um, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from him in, in terms of the up for they've made in the first couple of weeks, but I think you can equally read these polls as um, uh, uh, as damning on the on the government. To be blunt, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I ask myself, would he be getting this kind of bounce if right direction, wrong direction wasn't going so aggressively against the government? Would he be getting this kind of bounce if the government um, had a more coherent, consistent, um, you know, un mistakable message concerning cost of living would he be getting this bounce if you know the government was as focused in its agenda as Pierre Polyev has been in his messaging um mm. because he has had a good two weeks he's been laser beamed on cost of living and the economy and no one has even bothered to try to interrupt him like i don't understand why the liberals aren't you know uh putting a stick in his spokes like mm. he's just been given more or less free reign they don't check him on stuff they don't push back and they don't set any kind of little traps it's a minority parliament you know set a couple of traps and then you know legislatively for them uh wedge them on some core issues and, and do it early like you know as soon as a goalie comes on to the ice in relief what do you do you put the puck on them right. hard and fast the liberals haven't been doing that to him so i'm not surprised by these numbers but you know the liberals should be concerned by them i i see a bit of pushback from um uh, Garrettson online on social media stuff like, but it doesn't feel like it's a, it's a PMO driven sort of strategy to hit Polyev where he's vulnerable. Like, what are you talking about when you say spoke, spoke in the wheels? Well, it does look like maybe they've done designated Mark Garrison to be, and he's a backbench MP for folks who don't know from Kingston and the Islands. So, you know, maybe they've got, um, you know, doing social media, trying to sort of throw a little dirt at him. The challenge is that, you know, it's it's not it's not something that Polyev is forced to respond to. It's not something that he's forced to react to. So it doesn't really have the desired effect. And you ask me what what am I talking about? What would it be? It would be something that forces him to shift his cadence that makes him move. So you know, challenge him on you know an issue that's going to be uncomfortable for him. Don't let him talk uninterrupted about cost of living. Um, don't just yell crypto every like you know a couple of days and hope that it sticks on him. You know, put him in an uncomfortable spot like you know i know we're probably going to talk about alberta well in a week or so danielle smith is going to become the the, uh premier of alberta she says she wants to campaign on you know (laughs) on on effectively withdrawing from uh federal jurisdiction you'll ignore federal laws that she doesn't like federal regulations she doesn't like you know stick that to pierre polyev why aren't the liberals saying you know this is outrageous all federal politicians of all stripe have an obligation to stand up and defend the notion 
notion of a Nash of a nation. Where, hmm. Where's, where's Polyev on this? Like do stuff to jam him, make him uncomfortable right now. He's just walking down the street and saying cost of living. No one's even trying to throw, take the, you know, take the song sheet out of his hand. Do you think that they're sort of drinking the same Kool-Aid that, that he he's just not electable in parts of Ontario because these recent polls don't seem to back that up. In fact, there there's some curiosity there, some interest. I, I doubt, I don't know, but I doubt that they are that benign to it. I, I doubt that their attitude, they being the prime minister's office and his team around him, I doubt very, very much that they just shrug their shoulders and say he's no threat. I think they recognize that he's a threat, um, but they've decided that they don't want to... Um, expend any of the prime minister's political capital on that you know it, it and that and you can make an argument but then have someone do it um create like i say you don't have to have the prime minister necessarily championing these these traps but have someone like you know let's take as an example uh take dominic leblanc right he's mm-hmm. a longtime friend of mine minister of international of, of intergovernmental affairs he's a guy who has got all sorts of political game Bilingual, bicultural, fluent in both languages, quick on his feet, clever, funnier in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the kind of guy that could scrap with uh, Pierre Polyev. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so why don't they unleash somebody with that kind of power on him? And then you can preserve the prime minister for, for specific moments. But right now they're they're not doing enough to challenge Polyev's stride. And so don't be surprised. And, uh, you know, and obviously combined with, a failing, you know, a failing economy with a cost of living crisis that does not appear as though it's gripped uh, the government uh, to the same degree it's gripping Canadians. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I just, I, I don't like, I, I don't under, underestimate Trudeau. You always say that and it's true. Like if, are we convinced now he's going to stay? Like he said, he's going to stay. We're getting closer and closer to the point where if he is going to stay, if he's not going to stay, he's going to hurt the party if he doesn't make an announcement. Where are you on that? Like, it, it seems to me that he is he's sticking and it's going to be an epic fight in the the election campaign with these two. I assume that he's staying. I mm-hmm. think that it was noticeable. You had a two day um, swing of news a couple of weeks back just before the cabinet retreat. Um, you know, word came out that. Um, Christian Freeland isn't necessarily gunning for the top job. If anything, she's looking at the NATO secretary generalship. I don't think that came up by accident. I don't think that that was discussed by accident. And then the very following day at the cabinet retreat, the prime minister told his ministers that he's sticking around. I So I take that at all at face value and I'll, I'll, I'll amplify it as bruised and, you know, beaten up uh, with incumbency as Trudeau might be. Um, I think he's the only liberal that can compete for uh, a good number of seats mm-hmm. in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of the likely alternatives are going to be able to compete for those seats against, you know, uh, a sort of a resurgent conservative movement, uh, a newly complicated political circumstance there with the CAC winning. Oh, it's going to look like a, a, a big majority again. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Trudeau has to stay. And um well, and the other and, thing, too, uh, is a new leader going against someone like Polyev in, in, you know, defending an incumbent government. We've seen that before, and it's very, very difficult. I mean, Kathleen Wynne difficult. was successful in 2014, as you know, but I mean, it was that was a surprise to many. And it's not easy to do, especially not on the national stage. 
No, it's very difficult to do. I mean, we won in 2004 um, after uh, uh-huh. Paul Martin took over. Um, but, you know, it was obviously difficult. Kathleen did it in, in 2014 in Ontario. But it, it, it's a real challenge. And, I, I mean, let's just be honest about it. When you take a look at the likely candidates, those that get mentioned, I don't think any of them walk into the arena with the instant gravitas and an electoral appeal that Trudeau has. Uh-huh. Again, you know, he he may be beaten up in incumbency, but the guy has shown that he can throw the campaign on his back. Um, you know, people get confused when you're in government for, after a few years. They get confused between uh, someone that's a really good minister and what it takes to be a really good leader, a political leader. They're not inherently the same set of credentials and qualities. Um, and I think there's a little bit of government-itis around uh, the Liberals these days. And uh, they'd be making a big mistake if they, uh, they thought they'd be trading up by getting rid of Trudeau, in my opinion. Scott Reed, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for this. Thank you. Cheers. All right. That's Scott Reed, CTV's political commentator, um, one of them, and uh, of course, former communications director for Paul Martin. Uh, in the thick of it uh, in the uh, election campaigns uh, past and with an eye on the future ones, it's going to be something. I, I agree with him. I, th- I think Trudeau's going to stay. Um, been wrong before. I'll be wrong again, but I, th- I think it just looks like he's going to stay and it will be. Uh, Boy, it'll be something.